Hey everyone, today we are in Proverbs chapter 29. Uh, we're going to look at verses 15 through 19. Here's what it says. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. Discipline your son and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. By mere words a servant is not disciplined. For though he understands, he will not respond. Today's verses address reproof uh, and the lack thereof in our children as well as society. And Solomon has spoken about this before. We've looked at it in other devotions, uh, some of these same things. Here he says how for the child, a whipping <laughs> accompanied with a good talking to is so that they might gain wisdom. But a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Of course, this uh, hands-off and uh, no reproof way of child rearing is quite common in our culture today. And so many people say, well, you know, I, I don't want to influence my children about God or right or wrong uh, or truth, but let them make up their own mind. <laughs> Look, <laughs> The devil and the world will be super happy with your way of thinking because while you're leaving your children to themselves, they will be teaching and brainwashing and promising uh, your children all kind of treasures in the world, which are all lies. They're going to be teaching what they call truth. Do you really want that to happen to your children? I mean, it's going to bring them pain and misery and bitterness and an unfulfilled life with little or no good benefit to those around them or the world. So this is what Solomon says we should not do is leave our children to themselves. But what should we be doing? If we raise our children and discipline them properly and point them toward truth, it will bring delight to our heart. and. Uh, so how would it do that? Well, uh, when our children grow in the ways of godliness, uh, instead of growing into self-centered adults, it's going to bring a smile to our face. When we see them begin to love others and, and, and to show forgiveness to others who wrong them instead of holding bitter grudges for years and looking for revenge, when we, when we see our children's patience grow and, and the joy they have even when there are hardships befalling them all around in this broken world. It's going to bring a delight to our heart when we see how the treasure they seek in life is not things or making all the money they can, but they, they seek to see more of the glory of God in Jesus. And their mission is no longer about seeking their own glory. When we see all these kinds of things begin to develop in our children, it brings delight to our hearts. And that's the difference uh, 
between a parent raising their child in the Lord or letting the world raise their child. So Solomon looks at how to deal with not only our wayward children, but also uh, wayward servants, which I think in today's age we might relate to lazy workers or employees uh, who steal and things like that. I mean, he says, in this case, words are not enough. There has to be some kind of a consequences. I mean, he is not saying there is never a cause for mercy for servants or employees or children. No, no, no. But for those who are set with a bent towards sin, uh, words are just not enough. And that was pretty much the same advice Solomon gave for bringing up our children. And yet we are not to discipline out of anger, but out of love for the glory of God. Um, that should be a given, right? Well, Solomon also tells us how this apathy and, and standing up for what's right not only affects our children and the people who work for us, but it works in a similar way in relation to our country and our world. When a people begin forgetting God and His law, that is all His promises, all His truths, all His commands, which are actually for our good, uh, in his word, when wickedness is rewarded and people are left to themselves, <laughs> then lawlessness is seen as the answer to society's problems. And that's not the answer in families, businesses, or nations. Let's look at verse 16 and, um, and also verse 18. When the wicked increase, Transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. When there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. So that's what we've been saying. And Solomon says how when there's no prophetic vision of the people, they cast off restraint and they reject God's law. That makes sense to me. I mean, if people don't believe God's word or the prophecies about Jesus, how he came, how he lived the perfect life and died for us and rose again, if people don't believe the prophecies of how he will return, uh, they have no hope in this broken world full of wickedness. This is all they got as far as they're concerned. Uh, they're not going to believe God's word or, or follow his ways because they're, they're not hoping in Him. And uh, they don't believe Him. They will cast off restraint, uh, like a child left to his own self-centered ways of thinking. And uh, there is a day coming when we're all gonna stand before God, right? And those who have been given the righteousness of Jesus will, um, like Solomon says, uh, will look on the downfall of the wicked or, or those who did not accept the righteousness that Jesus lived out in his own life on earth and wanted to give to them. And so they will not be righteous because they won't have Jesus' righteousness. And Solomon says, on the other hand, blessed is, is he who keeps the law. 
And the cool thing about that is that Jesus, as I said, lived a perfect life and he kept the law for us. And this applies to all who believe. Uh, you know, the wages of sin is death, but Jesus even went as far as dying the death that we deserve. And that for all who delight in him, he gives his righteousness and begins doing this, this work of um, motivating, of quickening good works in our life or, or causing real practical righteousness to come out of our lives. So, so he imputes his righteousness to us and then he does a work in us to create works of righteousness in us. And again, it's nothing we can brag about, but it's him working in us. So he gets all the glory. And then Jesus also rose from the dead and he gives us that same resurrection power living in us that we might have victory over sin in this world as we walk with him. And as Jesus was raised, we will one day be raised. In that same resurrection power again incorruptible no longer subject to the bondage no longer subject to the entropy that's related to sin no more arthritis no more COVID-19 no more hate uh, sorrow tears death all gone away thank you father for this great gift uh, through your only begotten son Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.